0: Kia ora, and welcome to the Road Unknown 5-Minute Recap, where I try and recap last week's episode in 5 minutes. So I've got a timer, it's set for 5 minutes, let's see if I can do it. Here we go, and go! So, the heroes before this episode had been in an area known as the Hollow Wood. There they had, unco- they had un- uncovered slavery, corruption in the High Noble Council, and their adventures led them south from the Hollow Wood, along um, on a ship known as the Wayfarer. Uh, being piloted by Captain Nix, The heroes we met were Balthazar Hines, Noble High Elf Redemption Paladin, Shasta, Ghostwise uh, Halfling, Trickster Cleric, Lor Maros, who is a Triton Sorcerer, and Soddington Otisluce, Soddington Otisluce, who is a Gnome Wizard, Guardian Gnome of the Wandering Wood. The heroes had ventured south on the Wayfarer into a city known as Selgaunt. They had learned that someone named Terrace the Fowl was overseeing these these nobles who were involved in, in slavery and corruption and extortion and exploitation. And Captain Nix had noticed that she had memory blanks. She didn't remember passing through Selgaunt, even though she knows she has to go through there on her usual route. But she didn't know why it wasn't written in her logbooks and why no one could remember. The city of Selgaunt itself was rich with life and art, It was bright. It was vibrant. As the party arrived, they met Dockmaster Norville, a bespectacled man in a long, flowing flowing robe, which was completely impractical for his work on the docks. But nevertheless, he persevered. He noted down who everyone was, what their business may have been, and also did some pretty neat sketches of them all. The party then ventured to the Green Gauntlet Inn, an inn with a sign that had a green gauntlet, which they realized was actually a copper gauntlet that had oxidized and gone green. The bartender they met was called Dax, and he told them that the city of Selgaunt was a city of expression and art and fashion. And he himself was a painter, and pointing to a still life above the mantle in his inn prompted Balthazar to give a stirring dramatic speech that he remembered from his childhood. Dax told them that they should go to the High House of Song, the temple to the Lord of Song himself, Melil, to which the party embarked, passing buskers and street performers on the way. They were greeted by High Song Master Ansaril M. who encouraged them to enjoy the grounds and take refreshment if they wished to. They encountered a school teacher who was trying to wrangle kids into a school play. The kids took one look at Balthazar as shiny as he is and instantly recruited him into the show. He played the role of Prince. Lulu and Susan were Griffin riders and Terence was a dragon. As Terence came out and roared, both Shasta and Law used their magic to make him amazing. And Balthazar, wanting to improve upon that performance, took out his great sword, ignited it with holy flame, and scared off Terence. The kids asked him how he got so great, and he said he was a paladin, and that to be great, you just have to follow your dreams. So Lulu promptly declared that she would be a paladin. The party left the High House of Song. Shasta noticed a white-cloaked figure heading towards them. The figure tried to bump into them, but Shasta dodged out of the way, and she saw that they had left a white card on the ground that said, 13 Stockman's Way, Kozakura District, uh, Midnight. Not knowing where this was, they ventured to a cartographer's to try and find a map of the city. There they met Varum Stillbrand, who pointed out that he had been commissioning cartographers to map the Forgotten Realms, pointing to a large parchment behind him with various areas uh, sketched out. He encouraged them that if they were to be bodyguards for cartographers that he would send out specifically to the pirate isles, he would pay them very well. The party got their maps and headed towards the Kozakura district. They found 13 Stockman's Way, a dwelling that was set into the south wall. Venturing atop the south wall to peer over the other side, they noticed that the house itself was built into the wall, but didn't protrude any further. Beyond the wall, they saw the outskirts, a collection of settlements and towns that were still within the jurisdiction of the city, just not inside the walls. Heading back down from the observation point, they heard... An explosion, and looking down they saw a large crowd of people caught in some kind of fight. The explosion tearing people apart and sending people flying. As the party raced down to get involved, they saw two large burly men with shields and scimitars holding back the local law enforcement. A red-robed man extended his hand and shot out a lightning bolt, taking out one of the guards. The party ran in and trying to use as much pacifism as they could, they tried to subdue the fight. Balthazar used as emissary of peace. Law called down a fog cloud. Soddington tried to use sleep. Shasta tried to encourage them to give themselves up, but they ran and ran from the party. And as Law lifted the fog cloud, she saw that Reginald Rex. Five seconds left. I'm running out of time. Oh God, I'm getting it all wrong. Reginald Rex was running down the hall, running down an alleyway, and they followed him and around a corner and they saw that Reginald and his, his guards were trying to bust into a house. And when they eventually got in, they found themselves in an empty room with a bunch of really cultish-looking people and an arcane sigil on the wall. And (laughs) Reginald Rax turned himself around and said, look, I can explain, and that's where we ended. Oh, man, that was hard. Faster next time. Less details next time. Get to the point. That's what it is. All right, good.